Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, it, it uh, pains me to say it, but uh, the season's over officially. Titans fall to the Colts by a final score of 31 to 28. Or no, actually, I'm sorry. More than that. Uh, 31-28. Yeah. 31-28. 31-28. Um, season's over. It's an absolute disaster. Let's just get right into it. Sammy, start me out. Turn up your volume. Your because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. The Sick Podcast. Talking Titans. Ladies and gentlemen, 94 yards. Touchdown, Titans. He is the baddest man in the NFL. And he just took her to the house. The Sickest Tennessee Titans Podcast. Sick! It's going to be sick. Welcome in, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Sick Podcast, Talking Titans. We are live, as always, post-game to wrap up this horrendous uh, funeral, if you would, um, for the Titans season. It's over. It's done. There's nothing to play for moving forward. Um, I'm going to go on my sh- – I promise it's going to be short little thing, and then I'll probably cut in here and there. But bottom line is it was a blessing in disguise. We lost this game. We're going nowhere. Uh, we're horribly coached on every side of the football you can think of. Uh, our head coach is a disaster. Um, and, you know, we're injured, you know, left, right, center. So, you know, it's a game we're going to lose sleep over because it Will Levis deserved that game. He wasn't perfect by any means. He missed a lot of throws. Um, but he deserved to win that game. He outplayed Gardner Minshew. And the incompetence of his coaching staff, of his defense – uh, yes, I said his defense um, are what in- inevitably cost us this game. And uh, this whole team needs a facelift from top to bottom, including the head coach, including both coordinators, including a new offensive line, almost from left to, to right besides Skaronsky. This team's a joke. This team's embarrassing. Um, they had a star quarterback who, who cares more about this this team, probably any of the coaching staff. That was the only reason it was the game. Uh, and there was a couple, you know, miscues by the Colts offense that led to turnovers, but pitiful, pitiful, disgusting, uh, and I'm over Vrabel, and, and that's it. So I'll pass it over to both of you. Uh, Vinny, why don't you start us off today? Please. I'm going to pass it to Jared. He was out last week. I'm going to give him a chance to get back and uh, say his piece first. By all means. Welcome back. Uh, I, pre- I, I, I appreciate welcome it. Back after to both all you. All I'll take it for reasons, but welcome back to both of you. So you yeah. two start. And then yeah, I'll go. I appreciate yeah. I appreciate it for you holding it down this week. Uh, obviously, there was a passing in the family, so I uh, had a rough week, and it just turned even worse yesterday. And especially today, what at twelve o'clock with the college football playoffs, Florida State not getting in and getting screwed by Bama, money wise. And then here we go again with uh, the Tennessee Titans on a Sunday. So it just keeps getting better and better for me. Um, but let's take some positives. I know you, you went on your tangent with the, with the negatives. So some positives, man. The first half, it was very good, especially with Will Levis. You know, him diving over the pile, laying down, getting the first down. Just to see that from our young quarterback, it just gave me a little bit of goosebumps because there's a little bit of hope going into next year seeing that. And just the way he drives, you know, down the field. If he, if we have to do anything that he need, I mean, what, what he has to do, in my opinion, to get better is his pocket, his presence uh, – his pocket presence in the pocket. He, he sometimes just stands there and doesn't like move to maybe scramble a little, little bit like he did in Penn state. But, um, you know, that needs to get better, but all in all, I mean, <clears throat> Mike, Mike Vrabel, I'm not going to say he, he should get fired. If you want to go fired, do it with the coordinators. Okay. Yes. There was two block punts back to back, which is uh, coaching wise. I understand that, but yeah, call the timeout. Craig Ackerman, you, you know, they, they seen something on the film. Like you have to scheme up with that. You know, and especially to slide the protection over for the gunner or something. But um, to have two block punts and consecutive uh, punts is just inexcusable in the NFL. And that's malpractice by the special teams coordinator, in my opinion. So um, I don't know. I've been I've been vouching for Ackerman to get fired for the past almost year and a half now. So I don't even want to get started with that. But the defense, the defense is, is so bad. Not even not even once Jeffrey Simmons got 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 hurt it's a secondary that's so bad and i've been saying it for months and months and months the cornerback play and the safety play especially when we, we traded kevin byard has gone downhill all season long and, and it's just it's just going to get worse in my opinion with, with this with the schedule coming up 
Uh, yeah, good things and bad. Obviously, um, you know, losing Jeffrey Simmons sucks. We hope that he's all right because if that's, uh, you know, if it's anything too bad, a sprain, ligament of some sorts, I'd keep him out the rest of the year. We have nothing to gain at this point by letting him continue to play if he's banged up. But, yeah, Levis looked good. I agree with you, Jared. He stays in the pocket a little too long, held on to the ball a little bit too long today, took a sack, um, had some a turnover, which actually he chased the guy down and forced the fumble and then recovered the fumble. So, you know, you love what you see from him yelling at Hopkins, putting his body on the line for that first down, which does scare me, of course. But that's what you want out of your quarterback. That's the kind of guy teammates will follow. Defense, I'll give a little bit more credit than the both of you. Uh, outside the defensive touchdown, it was we let up 19 points until the overtime. Um, if you hold a team close to 20 points during a game, you should be able to be in most of it. But time and time again, we we stalled out uh, in the second half. First half looked good. We went up and down the field, scored 17 points. Um, and then <clears throat> the second half, we stalled out as per usual. The offensive line is atrocious. Jalen Duncan, that experiment. I mean, we have no choice at this point. I don't know if it's any worse than Dillard, but Sal said that we're going to need a whole rehaul besides maybe Skaronsky. Um, Besides Skaronsky, not maybe. But, yeah, this team is uh, – listen, I hate to say it. It's probably a good thing we lost that game. We're going to help with draft positioning yeah. a little bit. You know what I mean? We want to be in that top five spot. You know, I alluded to this weeks ago. We really have more to gain at this point by being four and thirteen than seven and nine, something like that, or seven and ten, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, it's it's frustrating to see. Um, you know, our punter. I, I hope that's not a long term injury. That could be ugly, nasty. Um, <clears throat> Henry got hurt, so it was just an, an ugly game. Even though he'll be all right, it's just a concussion. Not to say just a concussion, but you know what I mean. He he could be back next week. <clears throat> frustrating from top to bottom. This is a very big offseason for us in the draft and free agency. What we decide to do with Mike Vrabel and the whole staff, really. Um, I, I can see us getting rid of him. I can see us keeping him. If it was up to me, I'd probably move on from him at this point. You need a new face. The guy is what? What's the update on the record? Four and 18, maybe in his last 22, something like that. It's got to be something to close like that. So the writing's on the wall. Um, I don't know. It, it's It's a precarious position to be in because you want to be optimistic about will levis and it's right to be but we need so many different things to go right around from going forward for this to be a successful football team so that being said i hope simmons is okay i hope the injury with um stonehouse isn't too bad too gruesome um you know for the year that's for sure for sure yeah i mean can listen, we, can I, we, and i would keep can we like, talk can we talk about can we talk about how how you run into a kicker and you don't call a penalty on that? Nah, he hit the if ball he, first. He hit the ball bullshit, first. Bullshit. I, listen, I agree, but that's the rule. He hit the ball first, and then his momentum carried him forward. It's an unfortunate freak accident. He didn't try to hit the kicker. He he hit the ball first and ran into the kicker. It is what it is. I'm more upset at the penalty that was not called on DeAndre Hopkins in the first half uh, in, in the back of the end zone. But, you know, every week, you know, officiating, you can get mad at all the time. But at the end of the day, the proof's in the pudding with this team the last year and a half. So, it's I mean, I got a question. How, how do you not have Tannehill and Folk practice? Yeah. They practice after the fucking miss. How do they not practice going into that score? Knowing they need to have Tannehill do the freaking hold. That is inexcusable. He makes that kick. We win the game. These are things that you, everyone's just going to look over. These are all part of that the could be more, no, that could, In my opinion, he got that ball down. The laces were not in. He could have made that kick. I think the timing was was off there, but that's not something they I'm st- gonna... That doesn't mean they shouldn't have practiced it, Vin. How do you know they didn't practice it? They didn't. They, because nobody even knew Tannehill was going to do it until it happened. Yeah, and I then know. After he, and, and then after he missed it, you saw them practicing the hold. On the sideline. No, they were just showing that probably. If you if you see people in the stadium, I mean, you're going to practice. Especially if your punter goes out, you know. If you're scoring or there's a field goal involved, the backup quarterback is definitely holding. So, I mean. Again, you, there's no defending, not calling the freaking timeout when the guy was just standing there uncovered. Whoever it was in the slot, right or run, I think it was Chris Moore, just fucking pointed at him and let him roll right out to the outside and have a free lane. To, I mean, it's 
These are things that, that just cannot happen. And how many freaking third downs are we going to give up in the second half? I mean, I've said this week in and week out. Is the defense horrendous? No. But what they cannot do is make a big stop early on in the game. It's constantly us trying to hold them from seven to three. How about we stop them on a third and nine once well, in a while? Point. That's our biggest problem. It has been for the last year and a half. We let That's the also we give up too many X plays. That's also what, what, what I want to know if none of this shit is Vrabel's fault, what are his responsibilities? Well, if they're putting and, the and, players in, a, if they're, if he's putting the players in the position that they should succeed and they screw up and they get burnt, whose fault is it? Vrabel's or Christian Fulton that he pissed down his leg and the wide, the wide receiver went ran, ran right by him. It's not Vrabel's fault. It's that those guys suck. It's Vrabel's fault it's they simple. didn't call a timeout before the fucking got our kicker's leg got torn in half. That, that's his fault. It's his fault that he decided not to call a timeout when we had three timeouts in overtime. He wanted to rush it. What do you know? Incomplete sack, and then we got to fucking kick a field goal. Like, what is the point of rushing? There's 40 seconds left. Use the fucking timeout. It's going to be the last possession anyway. It makes no sense, guys. These aren't black and white things, or these aren't gray area things. These are simple, easy things that if you can do, you, it'll put you on the right side of the game of inches. And this guy is putting us on the wrong side of a game of inches, guys. It's simple as day. How many fucking games do we got to blow or lose because of guys who are unmotivated or undisciplined because of bullshit? The fucking taunting? Nobody on a Mike Vrabel coach team should ever get that penalty. Nobody. Second in the league. Second in the league. All starts, too. Yeah, it's a makeshift offensive line. Well, again, let me tell you, if we won five games in a row, if we won five games in a row, it would be Vrabel, 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 extension, extension, extension. But when shit goes bad, it's everyone else's fault. It's the players' fault. It's the injuries' fault. It's the coaching staff, which he helped bring in, by the way. And he failed again with a second with a second set of coordinators. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Bowen stayed, but we got rid of arguably the worst coordinator in history to bring in a guy who's just he has his moments. He had his moments in the second half, but he's all over the map. One drive he does half, really the first, well. The first half we had almost 300 yards. The second half it took until the fourth quarter with 10 minutes to go. We had 19 yards total in the second half. Besides, yeah, the, I know, but the, when the you're not a, when you're not making halftime adjustments, to me that's a very um, course, you know, it's very of indicative course. of the head coach as well. When you're not making halftime adjustments, yeah, I, I understand oh. Sal's frustration. I, I mean, I would listen if they get rid of him, they get rid of him. I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. I'm just concerned as to whether or not they have the stones to pull the trigger on it. I mean, they're they, not, they already said it. So stop talking about they, it. Guys. They've had, I mean, not, you don't, you don't, you don't know, they could go, you, four, that. you could go four and 13. And just cause Diana Rossini said they're moving on with him. If they go four and 13, then I can you look know, yeah. and see him get in the boot. You know, guys, uh, we fired a coach after a season. We won a road playoff game. Yeah. If that doesn't tell you anything's possible, then nothing will. Okay. If we continue to lose freaking games like this, Shit's gonna hit the fan, guys. You you guys need to you guys are underestimating that the, the Amy Adams Strunk's uh willingness to 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 put an end to bullshit. Like she doesn't put up with bullshit very long, and we're dealing with some big bullshit right now. I never so, underestimated her ability to do it. I want to see her do it though. Where was her ability to put her foot down and fire Todd Downing after the first abysmal year he had? Because she, if she didn't play no bullshit, she would have told Ray, well, I don't give a shit what you think. I'm getting rid of him. So this will be an offseason where we see if she puts up with the bullshit and fires him and moves on from him. I'll believe it when I see it. I still think there's some blind loyalty in this organization when it comes to Vrabel just because of what he's done for us in the past. But as of the last year and a half, it's been the complete opposite. So, And what about Tajay Spears in the last half hour of the game? Oh, they bring up, oh, he's a revelation. No, he's not a freaking revelation. We all knew he was capable of it. He just never gets enough freaking carries. The only time he gets the ball in his hand is on a fucking screen. Whose fault is that? Someone needs to be accountable. Look what happened when we gave Tajay Spears freaking 10 carries. He got 60 yards in five minutes. Like, what, 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 what? This is not fucking gray area shit, guys. 
Alex, this guy just answer, doesn't know how to make the right decisions. Alex, to answer your question on the offensive line, I know you just had the question over there. It, it, it's a – I don't know the guy's name. The guy's name – it's Jason House something or whatever, but first-year head coach – I mean, not head coach, offensive line coach in the league. I, I don't want the opportunities. This is a young offensive line, that first-year offensive line that just got put together, and it's going to be probably even worse next year because they're going to try to blow it up and try to bring pieces in it together to surround Will, Will Levis with a lot of talent. So in my opinion, yeah, make make let him sit down and bring in a, a veteran offensive line coach like Mike Munchak from Pittsburgh to actually develop him as a offensive line coach and develop this new uh, core offensive line that we could possibly have next year. So, I mean, that, that's another part of the problem. You know, the, the offensive line penalties, like Vince said, second in the league. Second in, in the league, starts, that, that has never happened under Mike yeah. Vrabel. That just goes to show you that trying to piece an offensive line together with these guys that haven't played so you know, so well, so often, and all together, it, it's very hard thing to do in the NFL, especially with different cadences too, with different quarterbacks we've had already with three. Offensive line calls. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, guys, I, I think I know what it is, guys. It's just that Rabel personifies visually everything you want in a head coach. He's an ex-player, a Super Bowl champion, comes from championship lineage over New England. He looks the part. He's tough with the players in practice. So everyone wants just to make it. They don't want to just let go of that because they think they, they want to have him as the face of the Titans because he's a man's man. But at the end of the day, guys, none of that matters if the product we see on Sundays is absolute dog shit. And all we've been doing week in, week out for two years now is make excuses as to why we are dog shit. When he has had a hand in all of the reasons outside of injuries as to why this team is dog shit. The players, what universe are we living in where we, we're trying to say that Mike Vrabel has no input of what players are on this team? He sure as hell does. You don't think Mike Vrabel had any input of giving Harold Landry that contract? Of course he did. That was a horrible contract. He's not even remotely close to playing up to that to, to the level of that contract. Not even close. It it was a horrible contract at the time because there was no pass rushers on the market that we needed. So we had to keep him and pay him because we didn't have anybody to bring in. If we lost him, there was no excuse, one else on yeah. the market. Another excuse. It's not an excuse. It was just a fact. Now he's not living up to the potential of that contract. So I agree with you. But at the time, you got to think as a general manager, like, shit, there's, we, we could lose one of the best pass rushers with 12 and a half sacks right now, or we're going to have to pay him premium top dollar because there's no one on the market right now. So what, what are you going to do as a GM as well? I mean, the, the knife is at your throat. So, yeah, it sucks, but he has turned it on in recent weeks besides today. But in the no, beginning yeah, of the he's, been, question. he's been spotty the last since he you – and you don't know how he would have been if he never got hurt. you know. So, at the time, I didn't think it was the most insane contract. But last year he got hurt, and this year he's just been inconsistent. So He said one year, guys. He got paid off of one – Double nah, he got a little bit better every year he was in the league from his rookie right, well, year. We're splitting hairs here. The, 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 the proof's in the pudding with the product we're seeing on Sundays. It's horrific. It's embarrassing. And, and, and you know, at a certain time, someone's just going to have to realize, like, we need, we need to want to better. Up. Huh? I said I don't want to bring Bruce's uh... – comment up about keeping Tannehill and instead of Brady, I know we're sick to our stomach. I don't even want to talk to the Brady talk because we can go on forever with that. Yeah, and I'm not so even going to hold that again. I'm not even going to hold that against Vrabel. I'm really not because at the end of the day I got over the Brady thing after about five minutes and I truly did believe after that year that we could still make some noise at Ryan Tannehill. Now when everything is falling apart, it's really easy to add that onto the shit pile and we'd have, a, we'd have all the all the reason in the world to do so, especially when the guy went to another shit team and won a fucking Super Bowl. But that's besides the point. Um, you know, it's just a matter of at a certain point, we, we need to start holding people accountable and wanting better for our team. And it's like there's actually there's also people in this fan base that are like, yeah, well, we need to lose anyway. So how about we just lo keep losing Try to improve the roster next year again with a better draft pick, which we're probably going to go tackle again and then try to piece it together. And then next year there's going to still be more excuses to be made once we're not doing well enough. This was a game you, you, you should have won 99 times out of 100. 99 times out of 100 you should have won this game. They had no running a game. We were better at quarterback than them. And all we had to do is be 
average on special teams, and this was not even a game. And not only were we not average, we allowed a travesty happen twice. And yet we're still defending the fucking head coach. Because it, nothing can be his fault. Only the good can give him praise. The bad, he not, cannot have any I'm say. Not, I'm not saying all of it is, is not the head coach, but come on. Well, we've talked about this multiple times. I mean, this roster is not going anywhere. The, the no. Steelers, wait, whoa, whoa, timeout. I, they're going to lose yeah. today. They're going to lose today. But And my dad brought this up. I'm going to give him the credit again. Look at teams like the, the Ravens, teams like the Steelers. I'll keep bringing it up. Teams that no yes, matter I who their they, quarterback is, they win because they have good about. NFL coaches. And they have great NFL head coaches. Yeah, they got Mike good Tomlin, coaches. Mike Tomlin and Harbaugh aren't even in the same league as Mike Vrabel. I'm sorry, guys, and you can crucify me if you want, but it's just the facts. They're not even in the same freaking league. They're not. I understand. You saw but those what they, those guys, both. No, you're good. Those guys aren't gonna. I, I mean, they had good GMs, and those GMs stayed. Ozzie Newsom stayed. You know, they brought in a lot of talent. Now John Robinson screwed us. Like I said, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back on that. That the whole roster we've swung and missed on draft picks. The the Ravens and Steelers are not swinging and missing on draft picks. So they they build the roster the right way. We and you don't think Tom and Har- you don't think Tomlin and Harbaugh have says and who gets drafted? They're probably more. They probably have more of a say than their freaking GMs. Of course. But what do you think if if Rabel had a real say? W- wouldn't you say no? I'm not trading AJ Brown at the time. If that's he had a real only, say, that's the only instance you can bring up. That just shows that, that, show that, that, that he may that, not that, have that full say. That, I don't buy that. I Come on, guys. You think Mike Vrabel has no say? I didn't say he had no say. I might not say not he, the he majority does have to say, of say. That he's been always saying. Uh, to trade one of the stars like that? Absolutely not. But, 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 say, but, but there might. was more to it than just Robinson not wanting him on the team. It was a money issue. So it's not like Robinson said he wasn't worth having on the team. It was a money issue. So that's why it had to happen. But regardless, it's just I, I can't I, I just can't stress this enough how if we continue to settle for this, this Sal dude so clown. I, I'd love to understand what these people think. Like, what is the reason? Why am I a clown for 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 def, for not defending a guy who's lost 90% of his last you know, 15 games. I, I just don't understand it. But again, you know, everyone in here defend Vrabel or not everyone in here, but so many people defend Vrabel and whatnot. Um, oh yeah. This would be a great time to call in and tell me what a clown I am. But w- when you tell me I'm a clown, pre- please, all I ask is just add something to it besides the same shit. Like you're a clown, you're a jerk off. And then they don't say anything else after that to back up why they think I'm an asshole. So that's all I would ask to include in the phone calls if you're going to torch me. But um, yeah, my question is for you though, how you said, you know, talking about we should lose and get another draft pick and whatnot. If that's not the formula right now to get as high as pick as we can, then what is, or are you stating that with Vrabel coming back in that equation? Yeah. I mean, if Vrabel's going to stay, no, no. I mean, cause listen, right now that is the formula. We have to lose and get the best left tackle or Marvin Harrison Jr. or Brock Bowers in this draft. Um, whether or not Vrabel is a part of it is, you know, <clears throat> remains to be seen. But at the moment, that is the formula. I don't want to win another game. We're not beating no, Miami. Not now. We're not, not beating now. Miami. We'll be 4-9. And then we have four games left. We have to play Jacksonville again. Houston twice. Houston twice. Yeah, I mean, we're lucky if we get one more win. And it's probably for the best. If they make the other right decisions in the offseason with the staff and free agency, but right now, I mean, we should be actively rooting for them to lose. I don't give a shit. I just the mind blowing thing is is that there are people here that genuinely think there it, it would be a bad thing, a team that can't be any team that's worth a damn over at least over the past two years, with the exception of the two flukes. Um why get getting rid of this guy and the coordinators who can't put string anything together consistently is this egregious thought. And like, it's one thing if you don't want it, but to say somebody is an idiot for wanting it when all we do is lose is just completely mind blowing. It's okay to have your opinion of wanting to keep, but to say somebody else is a clown or an idiot for wanting a clean house of staff when we have lost how many now, Jarrett and Vin? 
uh, 15 or less. Something 19? like that. I think, yeah, we're four and 15 or four and 16 or less. Like, 20. What, like what, what it, it, it should, it's embarrassing. It genuinely no, it is. is like, it's, it's okay to have your opinion, but to, to just be an asshole when you have no basis of any facts to back up why you think your, your, your opinion's sure. better. It's just, you know, it does get me going. So if that's what your, your, your goal was, it worked. So kudos to you, Zach. Um, hey, we, but, we got our we got our first caller on the show right here, Stan. Welcome to uh, the Sick Podcast, Talking Titans. You know, with me, Vinny, and Sal. So, uh, if you got a question, shoot. Stan, oh, no longer with us. He, he didn't want the smoke. He didn't want it. <laughs> uh, he. That's a nice Christmas tree, though, Jared. Oh, Stan, you there, buddy? Hold up, bring him in. Thank you. This is my little sports tree I got. Yeah, I like that. that. I get one of them playing up ornaments, bro. Can you mail me one? Yeah, sure. No problem. You want the tighten up one? Tighten up. Charlton, you there, buddy? Yep. Can you hear me? Yeah, what's going on? Welcome to the show, buddy. Uh, You got a question? Hi. hi. But, But I'd just like to recap this entire game. I just don't know how, and just by casual fans, how fans can just put up with just this team this team alone is not good i could say coaching yes it has a hand in it but players also bad just everything bad it it's it just doesn't get any better like this is was just one of the most frustrating losses of the entire season yeah uh, but what is that what does that surprise you though uh, you know you you know the team coming into this game you know how what kind of team we are what kind of roster we are why does that surprise you, though? It just goes back to uh, two weeks or last week. We could have lost the Panthers game. We could be having the fifth seed or even better right now. But we keep just thinking that this team is just going to do something. No, just no. I'm done. I've just come to fruition that this team is not good. I, I, it sucks that losing is a better option than winning, but it, I'm done. Yeah. How do you feel I mean, about Mike? How do you feel about Mike Vrabel? Would you lose any sleep if he lost his job? We we could give him every excuse in the book, but if he, if Mike Vrabel is the head coach of the Tennessee Titans in twenty twenty five, I will pull up to Nissan in in a clown suit. He, he, I'm just gonna <laughs> say he ain't making it twenty twenty five. There you go. There you go. That's all you need to hear. Are guys. you are you are you are you are you in Nashville? And are you a valid subscriber to the podcast? Um, not in Nashville, but a valid subscriber. Nice. Oh, appreciate well, it. Carl. Thank you so much for calling in, brother. And I appreciate you sharing with everyone the, the frustration that you're feeling. And uh, again, yes, I'll reiterate. Absolutely. I'll reiterate it, guys. Let, look, Jared, Jared wants to keep Mike Vrabel and, and doesn't think he's the primary issue. And that is okay. He it, that that opinion is valued and it is and is and it's not egregious. I'm not gonna say it's egregious. But to say somebody Stan is back, I think we have Stan is back. Sorry, Stan's Stan. back. All right, well, I'll wait. Let's get Stan in and hear what he has to say. Stan, you with us, Stan? Hey, how you doing? What's up, my What's friend? What's up, Stan? Man, watching this game got me stressed out, man. <laughs> uh, Welcome to the club. Yeah, man. What I got to say is, I can't. Wait to see Miss Amon turn into Corella Deville, man. After this game, she's got to make Vrabel fire some of these coaches, man. OC, O line coach, special team. Somebody has to go this week. I don't care who. I I don't think they're gonna fire Vrabel this year, but somebody has to go. Playing too conservative, starting in the second second half is come on, man. We had the momentum going into the second half. Is no way in hell we were supposed to lose this game. And me going to the games all the time, watching that, watching them L's come across. No, I'm not having it, man. I'm not. I'm tired of it. Yep. I've been at least, at least nine years old. I'm 34, and this is stressful. Constantly going up and down with this franchise, man. Well, now it's, the, it's a roller coaster we're all on. Stan, with us losing today, would you agree though? It's best off to at this point really start thinking towards April and the draft and having the best pick possible. I mean, I hate losing. I mean, I play ball myself, so I hate losing. I don't. I don't want to lose. Sure, sure. I mean, 
But in the best interest of the future of the team, wouldn't you agree that it's probably a little more advantageous for us to have a top five pick and secure, you know, an offensive lineman or an offensive weapon for, for Will Levis? Yeah, especially okay. for Will, man, because you can see it on the face. He's stressed out. He, he has no one to throw it to. Yeah. He's like no receiving is getting open. It's, he, you can tell on his face he's getting stressed out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, especially – no, go ahead, Garrett. No, 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 good go. No, I was going to say, especially getting in the face of DeAndre Hopkins, that's a proven veteran. If he ran the wrong route or there was miscommunication there, you, you know, you'd love to see that, especially from your young uh, quarterback. Now, Stan, I have to agree with you on this. I am a Mike, Mike Vrabel supporter on this podcast. Vinny's 50-50, so I want him out. I do a 1,000% a agree with you. Um, he should there, – there should be a firing, whether it be Ackerman, whether it be Bowen, or whether it be Tim Kelly um, this week. Something needs to give, just like the Buffalo Bills did. They, they fired Ken Dorsey. Something needs to happen with this franchise to have the fan base say, okay, if you're not being fired, hold people accountable on your coaching staff right now. So I agree with you on that. Absolutely, man. I love the podcast. I've been a subscriber, man, since I found y'all earlier in this year. So, man, I'm going to keep watching y'all, man. Keep doing your thing, too. We appreciate Thank you very much, Dan. Thank Thanks you. so much for uh, sharing your opinion and being respectful about it. We appreciate that very much, and uh, hopefully we're all going to be able to recover from this moving forward. But like I said, guys, it, it really it's all going to come down to uh, you know accountability at the end of the day because we're just we're really we're setting a precedent right now that losing is okay. We're, I mean, that's just really what it is. Now, all of us diehard fans, and I'm talking diehard fans, yeah, of course. It, 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 it's going to be better that we lose long term, but I just they're, they're, I don't want to set the precedent that losing is okay, especially with Will Levis getting all these starts. I don't want to I don't want him to have all these L's under his belt before we go into next season. Like it, it, I, unless you're really going to tell me we're we're gonna we're gonna go all in on on Marvin Harrison Jr., then maybe I'm gonna have to force myself to tr like try to root for them to lose. But if that's not going to happen, which I genuinely don't think it's going to happen, then you know what. They should still try to win freaking games. You need a guy in the first round that is not a j enormous bust like four of the last six first-round draft picks you've had. That's all you need, guys. Whether we're picking fifth or we're, we're picking 18th, you should be able to get a guy in the first round, whether it be tackle, wide receiver, whoever it is that is impactful and, and has potential to be a superstar. Every first-round pick is supposed to be someone that their team believes will be a star at their position. What we need to focus on is hitting our first round picks, not worried about where we pick right now. I'm, I'm just, I'm kind of off that bandwagon. I know I said it's, it, of course, it's better technically, but I just, I can't, I'm not going to go into the Monday night game wanting us to get fucking torched by the Dolphins. I'm going to want us to win. Do I think we're going to win? No, I think there's a literally less than 1% chance we win that game. I think we're going to lose by 40, um, but I'm not going to be able to root for it. I'm just, I'm not. I'm yeah, not. I mean, I'm not I, listen, rooting for them to, I'm not rooting for them to lose during the game. Obviously, what you want to see as a fan is competency from Will Levis and to know that he's the guy going forward. Getting the tackle from Penn State or getting the tackle from Notre Dame, I think, are extremely uh, important to get one of them. And you're just going to have a better chance of doing that in the top five, six, seven, as opposed to 12, 13, 14. That's what I'm saying. You know, the product on the field right now, we're undisciplined. We can't move the ball. We stall out. We're lucky if we score more than 20 points. The writing's on the wall. You know, you want to look forward. You want to protect this young quarterback. You got to get one of these top guys in to do it. You're going to have to be in the top five, six, seven picks. So no, I agree. I, my, my hand of God, though, fellas, if, they, if their offensive line isn't top five in the league with two first-round picks – on this line, whatever money they're going to use to supplement those two, then I I I I I don't know what I'm going to do, guys. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna be investing two first round picks in our offensive line when we we've, we've attempted and failed miserably multiple times before, outside of Lawan and Conklin, another guy Conklin we let go. If they are an absolutely superior in this league, then again. Who are we going to blame? We're going to, again, blame the general manager when this team doesn't succeed. That's what I just need everyone to prepare for. And to comment briefly on Mr. Motivation, who obviously really doesn't like Will Levis, was he perfect today? No, not even remotely. He missed a lot of throws. But what's good and what nobody can deny 
is he wants to win more than anyone else on that field. I will die on that hill. And that is what you want from your star quarterback. The 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 fumble recovery is pretty much the only reason we we were in the game at the end because we got a field goal out of that and then the rest ensued after that. That is unheard of that play that you saw from Levis. To charge the ball after it's up in the air and swat it out of his hands and recover it. That that play is not going to be talked about. That was a unfathomable play by that by yeah. that young man. That was way. That was almost. Know, probably just as cool, if not cooler, than when Tannehill speared the shit out of the the uh, guy on the uh, Raiders. The Raiders, yeah. and that was yeah. a nice hit. Yeah. yeah, that was an amazing play. He's not not getting credit for that. Uh, you know, and even putting his body on the line to get that first down. That's what you want to see out of your quarterback. He wasn't yeah. wasn't perfect at all. I mean. Seems like he's getting a little frantic in the pocket, but I think that's more a result of his offensive line being so bad. His, his internal clock right now is is fucked up. I think and he's he, a freaking he, kid. He is. he is. Listen, he is. He he needs to do nothing more the rest of the year than look the way he's looked to convince me that he's the guy. So yeah, I mean, he went toe to toe with a team that hands down has more talent. We, do, we have more callers on here. I'm sorry, Sal. We, we're getting in the, in the comments. We have multiple people that want to... Uh, yeah, I think no, we, we have your clown guy on here, I think. Great. I'm, yeah. I'm excited. Zach, maybe, Zach is the clown guy. Let's let's tell us why Sal Salvatore is a clown. I'm all ears. Sal, did you Talk to me, brother. the Titans were going to go 6-1 and one in their last seven games? No, I said it was possible. I didn't say it was going to happen. So... You thought it was possible that the Titans were going to go six and one in the last seven games? I thought it was possible, yeah. And if they didn't have a, if they didn't have an idiot as their coach and coordinators that didn't know what they were doing, they would have won this game. So yeah, that would have been one step closer to being six and one. But again, uh, I want to know besides things that I said were possible, what I've said that is so egregious about this team and when it pertains to the coaching staff. I'm waiting to hear. If that is that all you have to say yeah, about me being uh, a clown is bringing up that we could go six and one in the last seven? We've drafted a offensive lineman that's busted, and so we should never draft another offensive lineman again. So Skaronsky is busted. Ever draft another cornerback again? You're saying Skaronsky is busted? No, you're saying we drafted offensive linemen that have busted, so we should never draft offensive linemen again. No, I'm not saying we should never draft offensive linemen again. I'm saying we should consider taking a wide receiver that is as guaranteed to be a star as you're ever going to find in the NFL. So someone coming out of college. I'm, I'm saying we should consider that. Did you see the offensive line today? How'd they look? Really bad. Really bad. I'm not saying we shouldn't use any picks in the draft for offensive line, but I want guys that I know for a fact – are going to make a difference out of the first round. And Marvin Harrison Jr., you can't miss. Skaronsky, we don't even know if he's a pro ball level tackle yet because everyone around him is so horrible. So that's all I'm saying. Am I, am I going to be screaming like a maniac if we take a tackle? No. But history likes to repeat itself, and I'd like to take the sure thing maybe this go round. That's all I said. No, no such thing as a sure thing. But uh, okay. How about, that's fair. Uh, how about if we fire – Vrabel. If we fire Vrabel, then what happens, Sal? We hire another coach. We hire another coach, and then what happens? You start your season. You start your season. Yep. How do you? Think I don't know where the. I don't know where this is going, brother. I got, we got to get to a point here. How do you think it's going to go when we just hire you know whoever the next coach is? How do you think? It's I don't know, but it can't be worse because we we're losing ninety percent of our games, dude. Like, how could it get worse? Our roster is going to lose 90% of the game, no matter who the fucking coach is, Sal. And he had a say in the roster that we ha- that we have. He's part of building the roster. He's the head coach. What are he we talking about? Idea. And obviously, he didn't have too much of a say when we traded away A.J. Brown. Oh, that's the only he, thing we're going to bring up. The one thing we're going to continue to bring up is that he didn't want A.J. Brown gone, and we sent him away anyway. Yes, I know. No one on the planet wanted him gone. But everything else, like what happened after the Eagles game? What happened in the press conference after the Eagles game? I don't remember. John Robinson got fired, right? 
Vrabel said, we're at a crossroads. Basically, we don't have the fucking talent. He went to Amy Adams Struck and said, John Robinson has ruined this roster. What, 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 I've been, what I've been saying the whole time on this podcast, that the, the roster is terrible. And I've said John Robinson put us in, in, in purgatory for the last two years. We've swung and missed on Traylon Burks. We swung and missed on uh, Caleb Farley. Uh, Isaiah Wilson, you can name it. Uh, uh, tons of draft cap, uh, Tons of AJ Brown, that that was that was a that wasn't a bust. He was a draft pick. So the, the traded away of him, yes, absolutely. It, it yeah. it's he he put us in purgatory. I'm a Mike Vrabel supporter on this podcast, and I've said it once before. Yes, half of it is his fault because he is the he is the head coach. But a lot of the scheme on this thing, it's the players' fault. We don't have the execution, and the players aren't executing because the roster is terrible. That's why I said it doesn't matter what happens this year because I know as a fan that next year, if we bring in the right pieces with the hundred million dollars. And Rand Carthon has, and we actually hit on these draft picks uh, this year. Whether it be a left tackle that we desperately need, whether it be a, a wide receiver that we desperately need, you have uh, forget about the the Marvin Harrison Jr. It's not happening unless you have a top two pick, and we're not going to get that. So you have neighbors out there, you have Keon Coleman out there, you have Brock Bowers out there that are all possibilities for this franchise next year in April. I really don't want to talk about April yet because it's not an April podcast, but the, the the writing's on the wall with this roster. We're not going to win anything. So I agree with you on that, and, and he and. So tends to agree with that but everyone has their opinion if you're a titans fan it's officially an april podcast the team is fucking terrible the only thing that matters is how does will levis look who's coming with us next year we're going to be spending money in the offseason Firing Mike Brabel does absolutely nothing. Sitting up here and bitching about Mike Brabel after every loss does absolutely nothing. The team is terrible. And the fact that you thought we might go six and one in our last seven is clown. That's just that's just me. That's just being a fan, though. But Rudy, Rudy, Rudy for again, Rudy Wait, for your team to win. Thanks for the call. Thanks for the call, but you're done now. So let me explain something. Um, first of all, again, if we didn't have an asshole who sees a guy about to take the legs off of our punter five seconds before the snap happens and goes, time out, like any coach with eyeballs would do, then we win the game. That's number one. Number two, constantly, every single week, we have to question the decisions he makes, whether it be running the ball on a third and eight when you're on the 15-yard line in Pittsburgh and kicking a field goal and being okay with it, whether it's going for it, not going for it on fourth down against the Jaguars when we've lost three in a row and we're on the 40-yard line, we're just uh, night and day we, we have to deal with stupid decision makings. And guess what, guys? If you want to continue to deal with mediocrity and make an excuse for every bad thing that happens to this team besides one guy, then you go ahead and do it. But I don't want to do it anymore. Because, again, I'm going to say it again, just like our friend Shane, if they went on a 10-game winning streak, it would be Mike Vrabel jerk-off city. Oh, he's the best coach in the league. Nobody rallies their men like Mike Vrabel. But when things go bad, it's everyone else's fault. It's the injury's fault. It's the, it's the, it's the general manager's fault. It's the player's executing's fault. Oh, wait, I thought Mike Vrabel was supposed to be this great motivator. That was his only strong point because he doesn't call plays on either side of the ball. The only thing he was supposed to be great at is waking his men up to fight on Sundays. And, and let me tell you something, guys. There wasn't much fighting going on tonight. I don't care what the score was, okay? Our defense let third down after third down after third down. Okay, they got to the quarterback one time and they made him fumble in the red zone. Congratulations. Outside of that, it was a joke. We were getting thrown on all over the place. By Gardner Minshew, who I said, I've always said he's better than most people think, but we're better than him at quarterback. And we still got fucking tossed around because we're outcoached every week. And our own coach admits it, that we're being outcoached every week. So what? What? why am I a clown? Because I want better. If you want to keep them, that's fine. But calling me a clown because I don't want to keep losing every single fucking week is not like, – I just don't get it. I don't get it. And I, I got, I really, I just, I, I, I just well, want to, yeah, we got, we got another call. Alex, what's going on, buddy? Hey, how's it going? What's up, buddy? Good, good. Not much. How you doing? Not bad. Up, shoot, shoot, shoot your question. Talk about the game. 
No, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, New Jersey guy here. You know, excited to be be in good company. Um, you know, Titans, Titans, hardcore Titans fan. I'm really just here to to back up Sal a little bit. Appreciate you. Yeah, I think I think honestly that you know everybody talks about such a terrible team that we have, such a terrible roster. I mean, Henry, nobody would say that. Hopkins, nobody would say that. Spears, nobody would say that. Simmons, nobody. Autry, Tart, you name them. You know, the the roster is not terrible. If we were so terrible, we wouldn't be in one score games and all of these losses, right? So for me, being in one score games and coming up short, it boils down to coaching, right? You say from middle school through high school, through, through, you know, college, if you're losing one score games, something's going wrong with your play calling, something's going wrong with your coaching, something's going wrong with your discipline as a whole. And that to me is, you know, might not be 100% on variable, but it's on variable stats. He's, he's not immune to the criticism that should be going on with his team. The team roster is not perfect. John Robinson screwed us. Like, it's all fact, but the fact that we have not been able to produce wins in one-score games is something that we truly need to look inward on as a tie-in team and not just make excuses for the 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 front office and the, and and Vrabel as a whole to kind of come up and put up and put up stats right His stats is garbage it started with downing maybe it might be bowen you know it's just it's 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 not a team that's out here to win if you look at all the false starts it's an undisciplined team if they're uncoachable players it's bad player selection if it's the player if the players are not uncoachable then it's the coaching that's 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 my thing Alex, that's what I was getting at right now. At what point is it the players' fault that with the execution? If it, it, it like let's let's for instance, if your boss tells you to do something and you're not doing it, aren't you the problem? If they're if they're put in the right spot and they're pissing down their leg on the offensive line, on the de- on the defensive backs, on anything, if they miss assignments, if they fall down, if they get blown up, whose fault is that? Is that Mike Vrabel's fault? It's not. Because- so there's there's a point of execution out on the field, but there's also a point of of the preparation to the execution, right? You you know, Vrabel talks about playing the big music for for Duncan and Dillard and what Daly did last last year. And ultimately, they're still false starting, right? So is it time to stop playing the stupid music? Is it time to start doing something different as a coach? You have to change your approach for the personnel that you have to make them successful. So if if I'm a boss and I have somebody that I'm telling him, hey, you have to go right and they keep going left, I have to figure out how my approach is going to be to those individuals to make them go right because I need them going right. And it doesn't feel like too much has changed from a philosophy standpoint to really allow these these guys to be successful. And at the end of the day, you cut bait. So, yeah, the roster is not perfect. They're not great. But all the players I mentioned, nobody would sneeze at and say they suck. So exactly. execution to a certain extent Somebody needs to come in here and, and either change an approach, change the way that they're coaching these guys, change the personnel and how they coach. Uh, do we need an Eric Bieniemy coming in here and punching guys in the face to tell them, hey, you're doing things the wrong way, and either you change or you're out the door and you're unemployed? That'll change some guys in the way that they they operate in their philosophy. And that that's my view on it is, is it's not all on the players. It's not all on the coaching, but it's also not all on the players, which is, kind of the immunity that Mike Vrabel and his whole staff seems to have is it's purely players and players only get me the players next year. And then maybe we could blame the coaches. Now we, we need to start sharing some blame right now. Yeah. And uh, AC, there's some people in the comments that are asking for the number that I, I don't remember what it is, but um, yeah, I mean, uh, that was a great call. Appreciate you calling in my friend. Um, and uh, you know, another thing we don't bring up as well is that like, are we forgetting we had everything we could want when we faced the Cincinnati Bengals in the playoffs? We had a bye. We had home field advantage, had the running game, the passing game, the defense. And then our offensive coordinator shit the bed in historical fashion, in historical fashion. Our quarterback shit the bed in historical fashion. And what do we do? We give all of them another chance. We gave Tannehill another chance. We gave Downing another chance. And then, and then what happens? The next year was a complete waste, an absolute collapse. We bring in another guy in-house who's not has, has, has no consistency with his play calling. Bowen seems to be a fraud, too. The defense is all over the map, giving up yards, yards all day. 
huge play after huge play, third down long after third down and long. And then the one guy who just gets out scot-free each time something doesn't go right is the head coach. And it's just crazy to me. And I don't understand why what, what's happened to deserve that. I understand the coach of the year thing, but we're a long ways from that, guys. Um, but there's Bruce. plenty of people asking for the number. They're all here. Somebody else in the line now? Yeah, yeah, Bruce, what's going on? Welcome to the podcast. Yo. What's going on, buddy? All right. All right. So, I mean, first tighten up, you know, I mean, I'm not one of those people that's trying to lose games. I think what hurts the most is that what we witnessed was probably the nail in the coffin yep. for the season on a game that was totally winnable. I'm not Absolutely. trying to recycle anything that everybody already knows. But, you know, the, the boy, Levis, continues to show moxie. And for whatever reason, we just keep the same old style of football. I get it. It worked in the past. But when you got a dude like that who looks like he can just let it rip, sometimes you just got to let him have maybe those three downs. And for whatever reason, we yep. just standing in front of that way. And I think that's holding us back a little bit. Listen, not, I, I don't do football for, professionally for a living. But I'm going to say this. I know how to watch the games. I watch all the games. And what I'm seeing there is just – continuous recycle of just shit that doesn't work and I mean there's just no way that that I think that you look at Kelly he's making all those play calls so I'm, I'm of the mindset that uh you know is this it's a tragedy what you see today on a game that we could have won and it, and it just you know I'm, I'm 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 pissed off but you know I guess all we can do is just look at the progress that Levis makes for the rest of the season yeah yeah, I mean, we got to hope it's a Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen type situation where they struggle early. You know, they got to get their guys around them that they're going to have long term. And then all the the fruits of uh, the, the having them as quarterbacks you get to see on Sundays. That's really what's going to boil it down to. We need a guy outside of uh, DeAndre Hopkins that's going to grow old with this kid in Nashville. Okay, we need that guy yesterday. Well, what um, happened? Burke, Burke's had a good game today. I don't know. Well, I, listen, I get it now. Listen, I get it. I get it. I'm, I, I'm, I, 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 I'm almost there with him where I'm going to just completely jump. I'm not going to go from percentages. It's going to be gonna ask for him. There's no, 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 no. I'm either with him or not with him. That's it. That's how I'm going to be from now on with everyone on this team. And um, I'm almost there with him because I, I, if he put pads on, he should be healthy enough to be able to get some separation. And clearly he ain't getting an ounce of separation if we're throwing the ball to Josh Wiley over him. So <clears throat> not, not, that's the bottom line. Another guy who's hurt, one freaking play he makes this year and he gets hurt. Uh, and uh, another guy, strength and conditioning. I mean, I'm going to all say, Mike Grimble has no say in that either, I guess. Um, but, I mean, how bad is our strength and conditioning for the past five years? How freaking bad must it be that we can't get anyone on the field for more than five minutes at a time? No, so. we were the healthiest going into this in this game too. And three, I would say, key guys, you know, four key guys really got hurt yeah. today. So, and, and, and we didn't think this. I mean, everyone's clamoring about how horrible the roster is now. Yeah, clearly the roster is pretty bad. But these people that are like acting as if they knew going into this in September that this roster was going to be egregious on all sides of the football. That's mm -hmm. bullshit. Okay, we all thought Hair Landry was going to be back and better than ever off of his injury. We all thought we were going to continue to get to the quarterback with, with Simmons and Autry, and Weaver was going to take a step on the edge, and Chig was going to be a pro ball. We all thought these things. So now of that course. all of a sudden it's not happening, yeah. it, it's now, nothing now to do see, with Rabel as to why now we see, players now we see the pro Now we see the product on the field, and this roster is not good, in my opinion. Like I said, Jack Gibbons ain't going to win you football games. Our whole secondary is not going to win you football games. It doesn't scare anybody. Gardner Minshew tossed. Toss the ball down the field with, with ease on this second, third, and the offensive line is a crapshoot. And we have no one to throw the ball to except DeAndre Hopkins. They finally sprinkled some chig in today a little bit. I like to see it in the first half. But uh, now that we see it, we, we can call it the way it is. Josh, what's yeah. going on? Welcome to the podcast. Hey, what's up? What's going what's on, buddy? Talk? All right. Talk to us, brother. All right, so – Sal, you probably remember me uh, from a year ago. I actually uh, had you on my podcast. So I saw the phone number, had to call in. I've been watching your podcast, uh, all three of you since day one. Appreciate so you it, guys man. are doing a great job. So I had to call in when I saw that phone number today. Oh, I remember you, Josh. How's everything going with your show? Yeah. It's 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 going it's it's going great. I actually hit twelve thousand subscribers uh, today. So awesome. Uh, uh, on a personal note. Uh, 
this game did not do well for my chemo recovery that I'm going through right now. Oh, Oof. my God, this game had everything in a nutshell for you, in a bottle of what this season was. It had our highs for our offense and then our defense that just wants to choke at the worst times. And coach, it, you know what? This game is the epitome of horrible coaching on all fronts. There's no defending Vrabel for, for his picks of the litter of who he has coaching on offense. He chose Bowen over Jim Schwartz on defense. He has Craig Olkerman for as long as he's had it on special teams. I mean, again, he, Craig Ogerman essentially put his head on a silver platter for Mike Vrabel to fire tomorrow morning. Will he? Probably not. Nope. But, like, oh, my God. Like, thousand, thousand percent agree. Like, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, I said, I said a thousand percent agree. Keep going. So I initially, when those New England uh, rumors came out uh, about him being traded to the Patriots, and then we were just continuing to lose, lose. I'm like, you know what? You can't buy with Fire Vrabel now because if those rumors are true, you got to get those draft picks. Today, I say screw it. I don't like. I don't care about the picks anymore. You got essentially what John Robinson last year. You got to do it this year. You got There's got to be a firing tomorrow of mm. some sorts. Yeah, there's well, there's got to be something because Traylon Burks, like I guess he was our emergency wide receiver. Like we have Malik Woods as our emergency quarterback. He was nowhere on the field, essentially, like a no-show. Like, where's Traylon Burks? And then Chig, I mean, again, he, he didn't drop balls today, so congrats on him. Will Levis is not the problem. Whoever thinks Will Levis is the problem is smoking whatever – like, whoever's smoking that, I want some of that because Will Levis has got that dog in him. When he dove for that first down, oh, my God, I got out of my seat, and I'm like – like fist pumping. I'm like, yes, that is our quarterback, and he's yep. got moxie in him. He's got that moxie, and he's just dealing with Mike Vrabel as a head coach that always squats down like he's constipated yep. on the sidelines. And then you got Tim Kelly, who same it seems like the same thing with Todd Downing last year. First, second drive, scripted, awesome. What happens in the second half? Yep. Nowhere to be seen. Nowhere to be yep. seen. So I mean. I've said my piece. I mean, if you had questions for me or if that's it, I mean, I don't know. It's my first well, question here. First of all, yeah. Josh, I, I can I want to say on behalf of the three of us that we're with you on your fight, my friend, and uh, we hope uh, all things go well for you in the next coming months. So uh, we appreciate you taking the time to join us, and it was a blast going on your yeah. show back then. Um, and, uh, yeah, we, we, we uh, were with you, my friend. So I couldn't agree with you more on everything that you said on all aspects of our mm -hmm. team. Uh, we're embarrassing on every level. And uh, again, for all the Vrabel defenders out there, um, you know, we, we we won a game against the Panthers that are absolutely worse than us. And we gave them an opportunity to possibly beat us at the end. Uh, yeah. And we're, we're, we haven't been competitive really at all. Uh, the only reason we were competitive today is because we got a few lucky breaks with the, you know, the two point re conversion recovery and the fumble in the red zone. But, uh, yeah. you know, defensively, we were not competitive. We were given third down and long up every five minutes. So, um, you know, how, it, yeah, it, uh, one, one last thing I will say, yeah, one last thing I will say is how has it gotten to a point where me as a Titan fan and my father who flew in, who was actually uh, helping me with the recovery process, how is it that we both Titan fan grown men? are just sitting there, like, hoping, like, you know what? This game should not be won by us. And Danico Autry almost had that interception in regular. Yeah. Oh, my God, if he had that interception. Like, I would have had a heart attack. Like it would well, how, about the, how about the McCreary drop in the first half? Yeah. That was even worse. Oh, my yeah. God, yes. Like, their reactions alone. Like, that, that'd be all of our reactions if we were players on the field. But, man, I mean, hey, the good news? We hey, we're probably back up to pick eight, seven, or six right now. I don't know what the draft order is right now, but I'm assuming we're gonna jump back up from ten to six now with the loss today. Yeah, I think Arizona's gonna win. Yes. Um, and I think New England, New England, well, New, England New England lost six nothing. Yeah, yeah. they're locked and in. I, too. We should we should be no 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 further back than seven, in my opinion. Yeah. Then you got a chance of one of the premier tackles, Brock Bowers. 
you know. Yeah. Well, uh, and again, and, and what? Yeah. One last thing: the ice, the icing on this whole cake about us looking the way we do. Guess who we play next week that did not get flexed out of Monday Night Football? <laughs> and how yeah. many? And how many points did they score today? Yeah, like thirty. Oh, yeah. No, it's gonna be. It's gonna get, be ugly. Get, whatever. Get ready because this. Whatever yeah. Tyreek Hills prop bet is for catches, yards, touchdowns. Take your mortgage, parlay them all together, and bet all the overs. No, see, the, 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 the Titans will wind up – watch the Titans wind up winning this game. I'm just telling you right yeah, now. Yeah, you got a better chance be the most, of becoming a nun, bro. It's the most Titans in a row. It would be the most Titans thing ever that this team comes yep. out of nowhere no and shot. shuts down the freaking right. Dolphins. Levis throws three touchdowns. The offensive line plays stupendously. I mean, it really would be. Don't forget, guys. We beat yeah. the Bengals with Joe Burrow. I mean, the Chargers are, are trash. Don't get me wrong, but we beat teams with good quarterbacks before they have offense that we're we're doing well. And I mean, the Chargers are an absolute disaster. They might even be worse offensively than we are. But um, this team has surprised us from time to time. I, I'm not expecting yeah. it, but it would just be another it would be another stab wound in our side. Like, hey, after that heart wrenching loss last week, that would have kept you alive. We're also going to have them win this week to what it makes the last week's loss feel even worse. I mean, that would just be the most heightened thing of all time. But um, yeah, no, the, uh, ult- the ultimate, the ultimate fu Christmas present that Mike Vrabel can give us is if he somehow pulls two more games to win the rest of the year. Yeah, that'll be the well, ultimate fu Christmas present. Well, it's going to be a dogfight the rest of the way out. I'm going to tell you that right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. yeah well. Thanks. Yeah, well, thanks for having me on. Thanks for you got it, Josh. Take care, man. Have a, have a great rest of your night and happy holidays, my friend. So yeah, we're gonna close out. <laughs> we went well. We went over an hour. This will be the, the probably the longest show of our uh, of our existence so far. But as for good reason, of course. A lot of calls, just... man. Maybe maybe we should start doing the calls uh, every so often because I like now, I think actually see how everybody does. You might need to go in the cardiac yeah. arrest, and it would be just phenomenal contact. Obviously, you survive in this event, but. Mar <laughs> Hamill type situation this hour. Just fall, just fall off the chair. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna. Well, look like I'll tell you what. If we keep, yeah, if we keep getting people, reality was falling off the chair. If we if we keep getting people like whoever that guy was that called me a clown, it's gonna be real. I mean, no, that's but that's not what gets me upset. It's the people who call you a clown for one yeah, reason. No one, not everyone's going to agree with you, and you have emphatic, passionate takes, which is going to draw reactions from both ends. Ones that agree with you, ones that don't. That but anyone, but I'm sorry, guys. Anyone who thinks Mike Vrabel's a top five coach in the NFL is just uh, is out of their mind. I'm sorry. A top five coach in the NFL doesn't allow their team of NFL players, I don't care who they are, doesn't allow their group of NFL players with a competent quarterback, which Will Levis is, to lose this freaking much. It just doesn't happen. The, the Harbaugh was winning with that backup for Lamar. What the hell is his name? He's not. What's his name? Snoop something? Snoopy? Whatever the yeah, fuck his know. name was. They were winning games with him. Kenny Pickett is not even close to being ready to be a star QB, and the Steelers are still in the playoffs outside of probably not after this loss to the Cardinals. But, like, come on, Tyler Huntley. Like, what? that's because they're winning organizations that establish a winning culture, and we thought we did, and now we don't. We don't have it. We don't have it. But the good news is that Will Levis is going to bring the best out of everyone on our team next year. I promise you that. And we would not be, we would not have this record if Will Levis was the quarterback from day one. We would have beaten the Saints week one. We would have beaten the Colts the first go round. We would have probably, huh? We would have beaten the Colts today. And even though he was the quarterback, it was some malpractice with the uh, with the coaching decisions. But yes, I listen. If nobody gets, if Alkerman doesn't get fired over this game, having our kicker season over. After the after one egregious play, have it happen again. If he still keeps his job, and you're going to still defend Vrabel, then I'm sorry. I'm just going to continue to shovel the shit on top of you. If you're going to continue to stand on that hill, I'm just hot sorry. Off, hot off the press for the Vrabel content over there. He said that uh, he's not making a comment on uh, Ackerman at the at the post game presser. So we'll All see right. what happens. That's it. He refuses. Tammy. Well, yeah. Well, That's well, it. well I'm you know, done. Yeah. 
Let's save the next aneurysm for Tuesday's show. Sure, my <laughs> pleasure. My pleasure. Well, again, guys, if you joined us for the whole hour, appreciate you stopping in tonight. I'm already going to be late for work, but obviously, you know, uh, it is what it is. It's not a big deal. But uh, make sure to like, comment, subscribe. Appreciate um, everybody um, joining in and calling us. You know, we'll continue to do this. Even if, like I said, even if you want to call me a clown, just bring some facts to back it up. Don't keep bringing up the same thing about AJ Brown and he didn't want AJ Brown gone. So clearly he has no say in what happens to this team. That's a bunch of bullshit. Okay. He's probably got more pull than anyone in this organization outside the owner. So with that being said, guys, anything either of you want to add before we close shop tonight, Jarrett Vin? That's it. Yeah, That's sure. It, guys. I, I need I need a Philly tush, tush, push and a little Travis Kelsey action tonight for a little four hundred dollars uh for me to be four hundred dollars richer, so please pray for me first. Yeah, we've 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 won uh, we've won we've won two games with Levis D, but that's okay. That's all right. We don't remember the second one. Funny, Jared. That's good parenting. Love to see it. Appreciate you guys uh, showing us support in the in the comments as well. Um, that's it, guys. I hope everyone has a wonderful rest of their week, uh, and we'll see you on Tuesday, guys. Sammy, you know how to do it. Send me out. Tighten up. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much. Until next time. Follow the sick podcast, Talking Titans, on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.